Welcome to the Six Figure Influencer Podcast. I'm your host, Allie Reeves, and my purpose is to help women grow their online businesses, influence, and income with ease. If you're ready to drop the excuses and start showing up as the boss you know you're meant to be, then you've come to the right place. Let's get started. Hello, hello. Welcome to the Six Figure Influencer Podcast. I'm so happy you are here hanging out with me today. As you could tell from the title, we are yet again talking about Instagram Reels and TikToks. Why? Because they're still working really, really well. There's been a few updates. I've gotten a lot of questions since our last chat about them. And quite frankly, This is me doing you a favor to continue pushing you to use these things for your business. You guys, holy crap, holy, they're insane. Okay, so in this episode, I'm going to give you a quick update on um, a few new, one new feature for the app, one hack for the app. Um, I'm talking about Reels specifically, and then um, what I've been experiencing. I've been doing these now consistently since the first day they came out on August 5th and have seen an insane amount of growth. So we're going to talk about a little bit about what I'm seeing on my end, Um, and then I'm going to give you some tips on video creation just some tips from some coaching that I've been doing recently that I've been seeing with some of the girls I've been working with. I'm going to pass on some of those tips to you in this. And then also I am answering some of your questions that are related to Reels and TikToks. So lots of juicy, juicy stuff in this episode. So sit back, relax, or enjoy the walk that you're on or whatever it is that you're doing because we're covering a lot. Do not forget that if you need additional hands-on support for Reels and or TikToks, I have a training on both. Edutainment Queen is a deep dive into how to use both of these apps. So even if you just want to learn how to do one, both of them are covered in this training. It's a $50 training. Um, I will link that in the show notes. And then I also have a very brief free tutorial on how to do Instagram Reels, and I will link that as well in the show notes. So if you are somebody who wants to get into this, but the tech or some of the features are confusing to you, these resources will help you out a ton. So do not forget, those will be linked in the show notes, and then I'm sure you can find those in my bio still as well. Or just shoot me a message and I'll hook you up. Okay. Let's see. I'm looking at my notes. Okay, so we're going to start with an update on the features and what I've been experiencing with my own Instagram Reel and TikTok creations. First things first, if you have not seen, um, just a couple of days ago, Instagram made it to where Instagram Reels can now be up to 15 seconds. I had a feeling that was coming because 15 seconds is like nothing, as I'm sure you figured out by now if you're trying to make these things. And it was a little frustrating because on TikTok, they can be up to a minute. So if you're like me and you want to repurpose all of your content in all the places, the only way you could do that is 
on TikTok, if you were making 15 second videos, that was the only way you could bring them over to Instagram. So now it's up to 30 seconds, which gives you a bit more flexibility there and gives you a bit more time to be creative and share information on whatever it is that you are sharing in each of your videos. So that is exciting. And how you do that is if you open up reels on your phone, like you're about to make a reel, um, you'll see, I think it's a little clock or something. If you just tap on it, um, it'll change from 15 seconds to 30 seconds. Okay. Um, a hack for you when it comes to reels. A lot of people have been frustrated because they don't want to use TikTok. They just want to use reels. But you've probably noticed that if you go to save a reel like onto your phone, let's say you make a reel and you use music from Instagram and you want to save it to your phone so then you could upload it to TikTok or Facebook or your email list or whatever, if you use music in your reel from Instagram, it will not transfer the music. And that is soups annoying. Um, but there is a hack. And shout out to Stephanie. Um, Stephanie, she knows who she is. And she is the one who shared this with me, which is a really, really cool hack. Because I get it. Like, if you don't want to use TikTok, fine. That's your journey. But this was kind of a hang up there um, since the music would not transfer. So what you have to do is let's say you make your reel and you post it to your feed or your reel feed or whatever. And then what you need to do is share it into your stories. So you can just go to the reel, tap on the paper airplane that you see um, like where you would comment or like there's a little paper airplane, like you're about to send that reel to somebody, tap on it. Share it into your stories. Now, from there, it will pull up your stories and your reel will be in a square in the middle of the screen. Stretch out that reel. You want the reel, you want that whole reel to take up as much of the screen as possible. And then once you do that, you are going to save it to your phone. So just like if you were shooting a story and you wanted to save each slide to your phone so that you could use it later on, sure you've done that, you would do this. So you don't even have to share it to your stories if you don't want to. You're simply doing it to where um, you can stretch out the video in the screen and then save it to your phone. And in that case, it will transfer the music and then you have it onto your phone and you can repurpose wherever you see fit. So that is a really cool hack. Um, a few people have been asking me about music. So um, as you know, you can use music from Instagram, but then there are also sounds that you can use. So if somebody like for me, for instance, I make all of my, I make my videos on TikTok first. That's, it's just easier for me. And then I bring them over to Instagram. So if I make a TikTok, and then I share it as a reel on Instagram, I can bring any sound over from TikTok, right? Like funny little skits of people talking or funny little songs. These are not on Instagram. The only way you can get a hold of these sounds is on TikTok. So what you would have to do if you wanted to use that sound, you would have to pull it from my video. So you would have to find my reel on Instagram 
And then down at the bottom where you can see the song or the sound scrolling across the bottom of the, the video, you just tap on it and then you can then use that audio. Um, actually, hold on. Okay, yeah, I was right. I just wanted to double check that. I just went to one of my reels. I tapped on the sound scrolling at the bottom and it will pull up the original, that sound. And then it will also show you the other videos that have used that sound, which is cool because I just checked on the video I posted for my birthday where I'm like, if you go look at my reels, I'm running down my stairs and it's just a silly video of me screaming basically. And it's cool. It shows me all of the other people that have used that same audio, just like you would on TikTok. And I am the original video there, which is really neat. So that is how you would get a hold of other sounds. People have messaged me and they're like, hey, how do I use, how do I search sounds on Instagram? Thinking that they can do that like you can on TikTok and you can't. You got to go find a video that's using the sound or go to TikTok and same thing. You got to find the sound. Um, that is the only way. Right now, the only thing that you can pull straight from Instagram and search on Instagram is music, as far as I know. If I'm wrong there, please, somebody let me know. Um, so yeah, that is how you would pull sound. Um, and the sound, here's where I was going with this. Let's say you do use a video. Let's say you go to one of my reels and you want to use one of the sounds that I've used that I got from TikTok, like that video of me running down the stairs. It's not a song. It's just a sound. Let's say you want to use that same audio and you use it in your reel. You could then save that to your phone and it will transfer anywhere. You don't have to do the story trick. The only time you have to do the story trick to save to your phone or hack rather is if you're using music directly from Instagram for copyright reasons, all right? So a couple of tips and updates there. Now, as far as what I have been experiencing, like I said, I have been, ever since August 5th, which is the first day that I saw Reels available, I've been basically nonstop. If you go look at my feed, it's all Reels. <laughs> I've just kind of gone all in. For two reasons. One, the engagement is killer. I mean, you really cannot beat it. I did the math. This is insane. This is freaking insane. Okay, because prior to Reels, I got decent engagement, but not like bonkers engagement. Okay, you know, there's some people out there on Instagram that just, they are blessed with the engagement and I'm so happy for them. But like mine was pretty decent, but with reels, it is a whole nother ball game. I did the math the other day and I have a over a million views on my reels. Over a million. Y'all, for me, that is a lot. I haven't added up likes yet, but same thing with likes. One of my videos, the birthday one that I was just talking about with me running down the stairs has 23,000 likes. That's crazy for me. Like those numbers are insane. So that's one reason why I'm doing um, these reels because I'd be an idiot to not, not saying you're an idiot if you're not doing them yet, but like, come on, try it out. <laughs> um, and then the second reason, because I'm truly honest to God, having the best time creating them. It's, I look forward to it. I seriously like clear out <laughs> 
<laughs> multiple days a week just to create reels and TikToks. And I'm just having the best time. So um, the engagement has been really good. But just like everything, you guys, just like everything, like I say, they cannot all be bangers. I posted a video yesterday. As I'm recording this, I posted a video yesterday. And it was a video. It's kind of embarrassing actually talking about it. But it's the video of me dancing. <laughs> Don't worry, it's not I wasn't like really dancing, but I'm just being silly and I'm pretending that TikTok is like the executives at TikTok is watching and then they make like a WAP video go viral. Anyway, go see it for yourself. It's gold. Just kidding. Um I thought it was gold. <laughs> and it's one of those things where like I posted it on TikTok and then I posted it on Reels and I was like this is it. This is the one. And I'm just like, I'm up in my rates to work with brands. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like this is the one. It's going to go viral. I just know it. I know it. And it kind of flopped. Like compared to the other things that I've posted, it kind of flopped. It hasn't even hit 10K views yet. And it's been up for almost 20, less than 24 hours. But still, like most of them have been getting way more than that. And I'm not like, I know what that sounds like. I'm I'm just comparing to the other videos. I, I'm happy for all the views and even the 8K that it's at now or whatever it's at now, like that's incredible. So don't hear what I'm not saying. I'm not saying I'm like not thankful for that, but I'm just comparing to the other stuff and just saying that I was certain this was the one <laughs> that was gonna let me be TikTok famous. LOL. And, and it just wasn't. So here's why I'm sharing this with you. They can't all be bangers. And like I've said so many times before, you don't need to be doing it just for the engagement. And you don't need to be sitting there watching your video with some expectations that you get a certain amount of engagement because then you're going to be let down probably most times. And at the end of the day, that's not why we're doing this. We're doing this to serve our audience. And yes, I know I'm talking out both sides of my mouth right now. I just said I'm doing this because the engagement's so good. That's true. But it's also like such an incredible way to present the same message that I've been saying over and over again in a fun, lighthearted way that people are really enjoying. So this brings me to the tips that I want to share with you if you have been working on your own reels and TikToks or if you're wanting to. I have a few tips for creating for your own. And the first one is do not overthink what you're doing and do not overthink the engagement that you are or aren't getting. I know I just dropped some numbers that may have some people thinking, oh, I'm not getting that, or heck, maybe you're getting way more than me. I wasn't sharing those for you to compare yourself or to feel like you're not doing, like your reels aren't as good as mine. Not at all. We all have different audiences. And fact of the matter is, tomorrow you could post one that blows all the other ones out of the water. And you just kind of have to pay attention to what your specific audience responds to. What I've found is my audience just loves funny, lighthearted content. So that's what I've been giving them. So my first tip for you is don't overthink it. Just 
have fun and create. And I've said this before, and this is, it's so worth repeating that it's never about one piece of content. It never is. Your business is not going to be, you're not going to make or break your business from one piece of content. It's going to be your content as a whole. So take the pressure off yourself to try and make the perfect reel or the perfect TikTok that's going to go hashtag viral. (laughs) I mean, it's hard not to. I'll be the first to admit that. And I say all that jokingly, kind (laughs) of, but, but like, truly, you gotta, you know, and I've been working with some women one-on-one lately, and on Voxer, I'll get messages, and they're like super paying attention to their analytics. They're like, oh, my reach is this, my likes is this, my likes have gone up this much and has gone down this much. And I have to like shake them a little bit and be like, hey, Take your eyes off the analytics. Stop. It's just going to make you crazy. You cannot control it. The only thing you can control is what you can create and the the things like what time you post for your audience, you know, using an attention-grabbing headline, using the right hashtags. All these things will affect your engagement. So make sure you know what you're doing there. If not, message me. And then outside of that, you just got to create put it out there and move on to the next thing, all right? And just trust that even if only 10 people resonate with that video, imagine what 10 new customers or 10 new team members or 10 blank would do for your business. For most of us, that would be pretty significant. I know 10 new ideal clients for me is super significant. That would be incredible. I would be so thankful for that. And it's really easy to lose perspective when you're comparing yourself to to other people and other people's engagement. All right. Don't overthink, just create. My second tip for you is to not make all of your reels about your business unless you are really, really, really creative. This is something that I have seen some people do. And for instance, there have been a couple of people who have messaged me who have been complaining about their engagement and just kind of like just voicing their frustration. Like, I don't know why I'm not getting a certain amount of engagement on my reels. And I'll look at their reels and most of them are all about their business or what it is that they do for a a business. For instance, like let's say you sell skincare and somebody, that person sells skincare and all of their reels are somehow related to skincare. And I'm not saying they're trying to sell in those reels. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that they all have to do with the niche that they're in. Here is the only problem with that. Not everybody is interested in your niche or as interested in your niche and what you sell and what you're interested in as you are, right? And I'm, I'm specifically talking to people that are like in skincare or, or sell hair products or are in real estate or something like that. Like if you post a lot of mom content and you're in the mom niche, you can go ham all day in some mom stuff because that stuff is funny and your all of your ideal clients can relate to it. But something more niche like the skincare or the hair care or real estate 
or something like that, you're obsessed with it. You want, you, I see you, I know your heart. You want to educate all the people on all the things having to do with your niche. But even your most ideal client isn't as interested or isn't as entertained about the tips and tricks within your niche as you are. So it's just something that they would kind of be like, oh, cool, and then kind of scroll past because it doesn't captivate them, if that makes sense. So like for an example, as you know, I am a nerd and a half when it comes to social media and all things new and Instagram and all that stuff. And yes, I I have a podcast where I talk all about that. And that's why you listen to this to get all of those things. But if every single piece of my social media, and let's talk about reels specifically, because that's what we're talking about. If every single one of my reels were just social media tips and tricks, or just about selling your product or service online to your audience, I might get some engagement, but I sure as heck would not have received the 20,000 likes on that one reel the other day, right? That reel had nothing to do with my business. It had nothing to do with my niche. It was me being silly and it was just a kind of in your face, bold reel that got a lot of attention and that's still getting a ton of engagement because it's super, super, super relatable and it's funny. So hopefully you see what I'm saying, what I'm saying there. Have fun. Don't be afraid to try new things and make some reels that are simply meant to be super funny or super relatable or highly motivating or even polarizing. I made a TikTok. Should I talk about that now? I'll talk about that in a minute. I made a TikTok that was polarizing and wow. It was, um, it was an, it was interesting. We'll talk about that in a minute. All right. So just don't be afraid to, to kind of veer off of your normal business related content, because here's what happens when you make the content that's fun or funny or motivating or whatever, and it's highly related, relatable to most of your audience. In addition to a lot of other people out there, and it starts picking up a lot of traction, you start getting even more engagement, you start growing your followers with a lot more people. And then those people accidentally, in a way, start learning about your business. You know, they're when they start following you or when they start engaging with those funny reels, you start popping up in their stories and they start seeing your stories. And in your stories, you're talking about your business. You're talking about all the other things in your niche. So then because they think you're funny and they've been engaging with your reels, they kind of want to listen to you and see what you're all about. So it kind of gives you a a way to teach and educate and pitch to more of your audience when their guard is down. And actually, you know what? I feel like this is kind of a new strategy that we all could adopt where you keep your reels and TikToks fun and lighthearted. Of course, mix in some business content. I'm not saying don't do that. Of course, do that. But keep for the bulk of it, you know, really bank on relating to your people however you see fit in a general way. 
And then when you know that you're about to post a really funny TikTok or once you start getting a ton of engagement or I'm sorry, on one of your reels, once you start getting really good engagement, then get in your stories and start talking about the business because people will be seeing the reel, they're engaging, and then you're more likely to pop up early on in their stories, their story feed, and they could learn about your business. So you can kind of ninja it a little bit, all right? So now I'm going to answer some of your questions I've gotten over the past few days that are specific to Instagram Reels. So the first question that I got about these is, how long should captions be on Reels? This is a really good question because for most of our static posts on Instagram, I've always been somebody who encourages my listeners and my clients to to share, right? To not be scared of some long form captions. And you can post the same amount of text on your reels, but I do actually think it's a bit different than a normal post as far as like what you, I'm not gonna say what you should do because you, it's gonna vary depending on the type of content. So First of all, on TikTok, you may or may not know, but you there are only a few characters. There's like, I think, 150 total characters on TikTok. Very, very, very little space, especially if you add hashtags. There's like no space for caption, and that's by design. So you're going to want to keep things super, super short and sweet over there. Now, on Reels, you have the space, like I said, to make as long of a caption as you want or long as long as we would typically have for a regular caption. But because most reels are lighthearted and they're kind of fun, in most cases, you probably wouldn't need to go super deep in a caption. But I'm not saying it's not possible. So it's one of those things that you kind of just have to use your best judgment depending on what the reel is about. So for a lot of my reels, because they're just silly and lighthearted, the message is pretty much in the reel. I'll just keep it to one or two lines, short and sweet, something, you know, a little funny for the headline. And then I'll usually add in something to encourage some sort of engagement. So I'll ask like, can you relate? What do you think? Do you do this? What's your favorite? You know, I'll ask like a little question to encourage some engagement. There have been a few reels that I've gone a bit further that have needed a bit more explanation because until this week, our reels could only be 15 seconds long. So that gives you pretty much no time to explain anything. So for a few of my reels, I have had to kind of go a little bit deeper, like here's why I said this, here's why I said that, and give a bit more information. There was also another reel where I shared like six or seven of my favorite apps for creating on Instagram, and I decided to, in the caption, tag each of those businesses and apps that I mentioned just in case maybe they felt compelled to share the reel as a means of, pro- of promotion. They didn't, but, you know, I shot my shot. And, but yeah, other than that, I keep it pretty short and sweet. So you just want to ask yourself, does this need any more explanation? Should I tag anybody? What's a good call to action? 
but definitely, definitely, definitely add your hashtags. You can add up to 30 hashtags on your reels. For sure, do that because your reels are getting really good real estate on these specific, ha- on, on hashtags. One thing about hashtags though, is they have to have at least a thousand posts within them. Otherwise, you can't even see reels for that hashtag. So it's kind of a waste. So keep that in mind. You don't want to use hashtags that are too specific. Otherwise, you're just wasting. All right. So you don't need super long captions in most cases for your reels. Next question, how long does it take to make a reel or a TikTok? For me, it seems so long when I, it seems to take so much time when I try and make them. What should I expect? Yeah, so like anything, like any new tool or process, there's going to be a bit of a learning curve. And especially if you've never made this type of content before, even coming up with original ideas feels weird and complicated and like a whole process. I know for me, like whenever I first got started with TikTok, I mean, the whole like the whole business model of TikTok is piggybacking off of other trends and basically like recreating the same video as other people. That's what TikTok is all about. But there are a ton of original creators on TikTok and I would love to be one of those people. So like whenever I first got started, I was sitting there like, wow, how how do I bring my own ideas to this app? And it felt very confusing and I was a bit disappointed with myself. I felt very unoriginal. But as I have been playing around on TikTok and making more videos and also doing more scrolling and watching and seeing what other people are doing, just like anything else that I that I use as a platform, all of a sudden I've noticed that over time I start getting ideas, like my own original ideas and things that I can be doing for TikTok. And they're not that great yet, but I feel like it's just one of those things, like anything with some practice, you get better. Same thing when it comes to creating these TikToks and reels. The first TikTok I made took me hours probably. I can't remember what it was. Well, besides like the silly, I made a couple of silly ones that weren't even, they shouldn't even be there, but just playing around on the app. But um, the first one that I seriously tried to make, let's see, I'm about to pull it up because I can't remember what it is. Yeah, the first one that I tried to make when we first got quarantined was about being in quarantine and I was just it was a silly video and shockingly enough it was actually an original TikTok idea probably because I had no clue how to use the app yet but um it took me for freaking ever literally forever and some of them I mean it really just truly depends on the type of video that you're creating I mean perfect example the one that I posted today the TikTok and the reel that I posted today is the one, if you go look at my Instagram, it's the one where the phone's ringing and that the whole video is just the phone ringing twice and I'm just making a joke about how I call my husband to go see my new TikTok. It's just silly. That took, I mean, one take. (laughs) It took two seconds to make. But the one that I made the day prior 
or the reel that I posted, the one before that took me probably about 45 minutes or so, well, maybe 30 minutes or so to make, which was kind of fast for that type of content. So it really just depends. But what I want you to hear is just like any new thing that you try and do, there's always going to be some sort of learning curve. And the more you practice at it, the better you get and the faster and more efficient that you get. So please, if you are wanting to do these for your business, but you're very busy and you tried to do one, it took you hours and that scared you off, just know that it's not always going to be like that. You can make very easy, like you don't have to make super fancy TikToks and reels that have high quality production and fancy editing. They are definitely out there and they're great and they're very entertaining. But a lot of the ones that do very well and that get great engagement are like the quality is so bad and the editing is is not great. And that's kind of the appeal of them, I think, too. So just get some inspiration, see what other people are doing and just know that it's not always going to take you forever and a day. You will get better, but it does require some practice. All right. Another question that I got was asking if I batch create TikToks and reels. So I do personally try and create a handful at a time because like I said, I have days where I've blocked out hours of my schedule just to create TikToks and reels. So Obviously, I don't want to just make one. I want to make a few of them at a time. So what I do is, you know, we're human. Like, we know that we're going to be scrolling these apps anyway at different points of the day. So I kind of use it as an excuse to get ideas for my TikToks and my Reels to gather up music and sounds and ideas that I want to create. That's kind of my excuse for scrolling, and I encourage you to do that too because you're going to be scrolling anyway, so you might as well be gathering up some ideas so that you're not wasting your time trying to find ideas and music and sounds in the couple of hours that you have to create them. So that's what I do. Anytime that I'm scrolling on TikTok or Instagram and I come across a video or a sound that I want to recreate or use for myself, I will just DM it to myself. And you can do that on Instagram and on TikTok. I just hit the little airplane and I message it to myself. Or on TikTok, you can favorite music and sounds. You can do that too. Either is fine. And then whenever I'm ready to sit down and create something, I'll go through those DMs that I've sent myself and I'll just start with the first video and I'll just start recreating them using that music or you know whatever it was about the video that I wanted to create. And that does save a lot of time. So the other day, I was out and about and I had a couple of hours to spare. So I just sat in my car and I did a couple of TikToks where I did just some coaching and I answered some questions and I did some fun, silly ones as well, just in my car. And, you know, they were okay. So that's what I do. You don't have to do that, but it works well for me. Another question I got, I kind of already answered. Um, the question was, can you save sounds on Instagram? 
no, not yet. I'm hoping they will make this a possibility in the future. But as of right now, let's say you're scrolling and you come across a reel that you want to use, you know, the sound for yourself, just tap that paper airplane and DM it to yourself. And then you can just open up those DMs and pull up that video, tap on the sound and use that sound from there. If it is a song, so let's say somebody is using like, I don't Harry Styles, Watermelon Sugar, like that song for their reel, then you can just search that in Instagram. But you would have to write it down. You can't just like on TikTok, you can go and favorite all of these sounds. So you can just pull them up, but you cannot do that on Instagram yet. And then the last question I'm going to talk about and answer was a question around polarizing content. So I said earlier, and I said this in my stories this week, I said, hey, what works really well, what gets really good engagement typically are posts or reels or stories that are funny, highly motivational, um, and a few other things. And then polarizing, I said, and polarizing content, of course, is going to pull a reaction and get some engagement from people. And somebody sent me a message and she said, what do you mean by polarizing content? And I thought I would talk about this here because I made my first probably real piece of polarizing content on TikTok the other day. And it, it kind of, it was interesting. So first of all, what polarizing content is, polarizing just means that there are you typically two sides that are for or against this thing. There, there are two opposing sides, right? You're not being vanilla or neutral in the content. You are picking a side in on whatever subject it is. And there are going to be some people that really, really love it. But then there are going to be some people who are on the other side who really believe or think differently than that point of view. All right. So if you were to create a polarizing piece of content, that's where you're not creating something just being totally neutral or vanilla or trying to make everybody happy. You're, you're talking about something that people feel very strongly about and they're opposing views on both sides of said thing. All right. So to give you an example, <laughs> I'll just share with you what happened to me. So there's a trend on TikTok where you're holding your headphones and you're speaking into them and you're using the megaphone effect and it plays a harp in the background and you just kind of say something. A lot of people say funny things. A lot of people say polarizing things and it's just a short video. And I made a couple of them and one of, and one of them that I made was basically saying you have to stop asking people to pick their brain. I basically was saying like stop stop asking like messaging people out of nowhere asking to pick their brain or take them to coffee asking people to coffee to pick their brain, okay? It was a 15 second video. And my point of that video, let me just defend myself before somebody starts getting froggy in here. <laughs> Because people are getting froggy on TikTok and I'm a little scared. So my point was simply not saying, I wasn't saying it wasn't okay to ask questions. Y'all know, like, I love 
your questions. I get so many content ideas from your questions. I spend hours, typically daily, answering questions in my DMs. I put out free content every single week, multiple days of the week. I live for your questions. That was not what I was saying. I meant the people that just kind of like come out of the woodwork and want a significant amount of your time to, quote, pick your brain. And, you know, that can mean, it can mean a million different things. But I really, I just, it is something that I'm not going to lie, like it kind of gets my nerves. It's happened to me before a few times with a few different people. And I'm not saying they're bad people about it. I was just saying, like, think before you ask. And it's just a little presumptuous that, You're going to ask that and then expect somebody to answer your very, very um, loaded question when maybe we've never spoken before. And, you know, anyway, anyway, it was just a tongue in cheek video and it was 15 seconds. So everything that I just explained to you where I went into like all the content I put out and all the things and kind of defending myself, obviously I didn't do that in the video. I had 15 seconds. It was short, sweet to the point. And I meant it to be funny and just kind of like, yeah, I knew it would ruffle some feathers and it sure did. And there were many, I mean, thousands of people who were, quote, on my side who were like, yes, say it louder. You know, they clearly had businesses and they were creators and they they knew where my heart was and they knew what I meant. But then there were hundreds, literally hundreds of people who didn't have a business or maybe they did and they totally chose the opposing side and made me out to be basically a monster, like that how dare I not support women and lift other women up. And that's so rude. Somebody called, said that I was rude. Somebody said that I was straight up mean over a 15 second video. And do I regret posting said video? Absolutely freaking not because it's genuinely how I feel. If anybody actually knows me and follows me, you know, my heart, you know, like, the type of stuff that I put out that I love answering your questions. That wasn't the point, but a lot of people didn't. So I'm sharing that to give you an example and just saying that, listen, polarizing content gets a reaction. It is a way to definitely get engagement but you just need to prepare yourself mentally to see both sides. You're going to get people And it's a great opportunity to find your soulmate, ideal clients and customers, right? It is a great way to weed out the people that don't vibe with you and that don't get you. But you have to be prepared for both of those sides to find your hardcore people and then to find the people that are polar opposite of you and not afraid to tell you that. So there's that. Um, do not take comments personally. There were some comments of people just being internet trolls, being hateful, commenting things that weren't even relevant to the video, and I just deleted it. You know, you just, when you post things on the internet, especially an app like TikTok, where the algorithm puts your content in front of so many new people, you need to understand that that's going to be part of it in in a lot of cases, some cases. Um... And then if you're going to post polarizing content, be prepared 
to have calm adult conversations. Some people did bring up some points, even though like they didn't fully understand where my heart was at and what I was saying in the video because it was 15 seconds. And that's understandably so. But a few of these people, we saw eye to eye and we kind of like had a good conversation and went back and forth. Other people were straight up just not having it and combative and that's fine, but it's a great opportunity to have adult conversations and kind of see and hear other perspectives. But the one thing that you don't want to do whenever you are, if you do decide to create some sort of polarizing content on whatever subject, try really hard not to alienate people. And I know that might sound contradictory because I just said that you're creating content where they're typically two sides very opposing. So if you're on one side, then you're probably going to alienate the other side. And that's true. But what I mean is don't call people out like a specific person. To me, that's just mean spirited. That's aligned with cyberbullying in my personal opinion. You don't want to do that. I did not do that in my video. I was not talking about anybody specific at all. There what there hasn't even been anybody lately who is quote asked to pick my brain. It was just something that I thought of that's always kind of gotten on my nerves like a pet peeve, which is why I brought it up. So there was nobody who saw that video who knew deep down I was talking about them because they're like, I wouldn't do that. So you just want to be careful. You don't want to alienate people or, you know, cause like I said, it's just, that's not nice. We, we don't want to do that. But again, it's just, you know, that go figure. That's one of my TikToks with one of, I think it's the third TikTok with the most views, definitely the most engagement. I mean, I think there's like 300 comments on it. And a few thousand likes. But that's just because it's like when you try and make everybody happy and you're trying to be on everybody's side, you're kind of speaking to nobody in a way because everybody has a pretty strong opinion about most things. I don't know. That's probably a generalization. But hopefully you, you kind of get what I'm saying here. But when you post something polarizing, you're going to get a reaction. You just will. So it's great if you if you are firm and you believe in, you know, you're standing by yourself or or if you're open to hearing other sides, that's great too. And it's great to um to get some engagement that way. So anyway, that's all I got for you all today. Long story short, in a nutshell, these things are awesome and almost two months in, the engagement is still really, really great. Even with a lot more people using them, the engagement is still awesome. And again, it is an excellent opportunity for you to have fun, get creative and present a lot of great things about your product, service or business in a new way that might be seen and taken um, taken in by a lot more people because of the method that you're using to deliver the information. All right, so I hope this was helpful for you. If so, I would love if you shared it in your stories and of course, tag me. If you are creating reels for the first time, I would love to see it. Definitely tag me in your reels. They have been so fun to see. A lot of people have been doing that and it's just, it makes me smile. But yeah, thank you so much for listening. I love you and I hope you have an amazing rest of your day. Bye. Hey friend, thank you so much for listening. 
My goal is to help as many women as possible. And if this episode helped you in any way, you can directly impact my efforts by simply sharing a screenshot of this to your social media or team. Also, if you're looking for additional support, feel free to find me on Instagram at Allie I Reeves and or join the free Six Figure Influencer Facebook group.